Welcome to H2O Radio, where we follow water wherever it leads. We bring you stories about everything and anything to do with water. On today's show, beer, straight from the tap. And here's your host, Jamie Sudler. Beer is a product made of water, about 95% water actually, so being situated next to a high quality water source would be crucial to making good beer. Slogans certainly told us so. Coors said, cold brewed with pure Rocky Mountain spring water. Olympia touted, it's the water, referring to their famed artesian wells in Tumwater, Washington. And who could forget the hams jingle? The beer that's brewed with water best for brewing. Tastes best, refreshes you best. Glass after glass after glass. That's Ham's, the one right beer for those who want another. Like Theo Ham, who crafted beer from an artesian well in St. Paul, Minnesota, early American brewers located their facilities near good water. Following in the footsteps of their European predecessors and going back to ancient Sumeria, brewers created pilsners, lagers, and ales, styles that were developed using the mineral content of water unique to each location. Different beer styles will historically have different mineral profiles to accentuate different aspects of the beer. That's Dave Carpenter. He's a home brewer in Fort Collins, Colorado, and a contributor to Zymergy Magazine, a journal about home brewing. He's walking us through the history of the various styles of beer and how connected they were to their source. Now, thanks to modern water systems, brewers can locate anywhere they want. The water comes to them. Consequently, your favorite beer might have been brewed in a garage, an office park, or a themed restaurant. It's what they do with the water supply that distinguishes one brand from another. Um, The soft water in Pilsen, uh, Czech Republic, really lends itself to brewing a beer that's highly hopped without tasting like it's highly hopped. Sort of extreme opposite end of the scale, um, well, really two extreme opposite ends. One would be Dublin, a very hard water supply, and by using a generous amount of uh, roasted barley, you can actually brew with that kind of water, so you have Irish stout. Um, The other being uh, Burton-on-Trent, England, where the uh, Burton IPA was originally developed. And British brewers later uh, created a procedure called Burtonization, where they would take their own water and add minerals to try to get a water profile so that they could make what was being made in Burton. But it took them a while to figure that out. So brewing here in your garage in Fort Collins, can, can you try to mimic beers from all around the world? I can. We're we're fairly lucky here with the water source we have. It's it's reasonably soft. It's not as soft as Pilsen, but it's soft enough that you can add minerals to achieve almost any profile. Some brewers who live in areas that have hard water will will actually buy reverse osmosis water or or buy a system to to create that and then build their own water from the ground up. One of those brewers who contends with hard water is Kevin Selvey of Crazy Mountain Brewery in Edwards, Colorado. Despite his location on the Eagle River at the source of some of the most pristine water in the world and a source that supplies seven western states with drinking water, Kevin's biggest challenge in brewing beer is, in fact, the water. The way we manage our water up here really came out of necessity rather than anything else. Much of the water uh, that's produced out of the Rocky Mountains starts really here. 
Uh, so it's it's uh, very mineral rich, uh, very very hard water, uh, which uh, in and of itself doesn't make it impossible to brew with, but it makes it challenging. Uh, the county we're in has one of the most complex water recovery systems anywhere in the country. Uh, they draw their source water uh, from a multitude of sources, uh, and as the, the conditions change, as they do in the Rockies often, uh, whether it's in the winter or the spring especially, um, maybe a, a truck goes off the highway and spills into a river, and they you know, within seconds have to stop drawing water. Uh, for health reasons, for safety reasons, uh, from the river and uh, change it over to another source, um, they do that very quickly. And so what that means is if we were getting water from one source and all of a sudden it changes to another source, uh, the mineral profile that's in that water changes. And so all of a sudden we go from having uh, one water one water profile that we're making beer with to, to a completely different water profile. So what we had to do to deal with that uh, we set up a, a series of filters, um, the last of which being a reverse osmosis machine. What that does is uh, strips everything out of the water, uh, everything from, from chlorine uh, to minerals. Uh, it gives us a kind of a blank canvas to work with. Today's brewers are artists, creating compositions of minerals, barley, hops, and water. Modern water systems have given them a freedom of expression that their predecessors didn't have. Crazy Mountain Brewery's motto is making the world a happier place one beer at a time. That's certainly a lot easier now than it was for Theo Ham, who is tied to the land of sky blue waters. You're listening to H2O Radio.